Hello, my name is Ella Leighton, and I'm a student project manager at the Clark Forum for Contemporary Issues at Dickinson College. Today, I'm interviewing Frida Mohammadi, a veteran who served in the Afghan National Army and the Afghan Female Tactical Platoon. Thank you so much for sitting down with me for this conversation, and we're excited for the film screening tonight. Of course, thank you so much for inviting me. So our first question is, um, what was your day-to-day -day routine like in the FTP, and what did trainings and missions entail? Uh, it was uh, in 2016 that I joined to uh, FTP. Actually, uh, it was uh, when I heard about the FTP program, it was uh, in my graduation day from military training. Uh, yeah, it was my graduation day that I uh, saw uh, some uh, people from Special Operations Unit and some FTP that they came in our battalion and they uh, advertised about FTP program and they explained the training, uh, about the operations, about the deployment, about everything and it really made me interested to join to FTP. Because, uh, you know, uh, when I was in high school, I always thought, uh, oh, I want to be someone to serve for Afghan women. But when I uh, heard about FTP and about all the, their jobs, their duty, it made me interested to join to FTP. And uh, when I uh, joined uh, in uh, FTP, uh, we had a three-month basic training. It was included uh, PT training, like catwalk, uh, running, um, gym. And uh, also we had some language uh, class like Pashto and English class. Uh, also we had a, a military uh, training like CQB, um, uh, fast group, uh, GPS, radio, uh, medical. And uh, yeah, we had all this uh, tactical uh, shooting. We had uh, all this uh, military uh, training during that day. And also we had to do those training at night because we had to train the way that we fight. And uh, yeah, and uh, after my three months basic training, um, I uh, deployed in Mazar Sharif. And yeah, and after all, I was for three months in Mazar Sharif. And during that time, uh, we did many, many operations all, uh, in all province of Afghanistan. Yeah, that's what when I came back to Kabul and it happened. We just keep going to missions. Awesome, thank you. Of course. Um, when you were in the FTP, uh, you trained with U.S. female soldiers, so how was your relationships with them like? Oh, yes. Uh, alongside FTP, uh, we had uh, uh, American uh, female uh, soldiers that uh, we called the culture support team, the shorter CC. Uh, they were our trainer. Uh, we always had uh, two CC to train us, and also we had them during the operations, and they were changing after every six months. Okay. So when you, you talked about you being in high school and having been advertised at FTP, um, besides that advertisement, what were your motivations for joining outside of that? Yeah, like as I told you when I was in high school, because. Afghanistan is a very traditional country and uh, when I was uh, in my childhood and when I was a teenager I saw a lot of women that they didn't have freedom, they did not have their right and um, uh, I was always thinking to, oh, I want to be someone to define from women's rights and I want to be someone to serve for Afghan women. And yeah, when I heard about the FTP program, it made me interested to join the FTP because we 
during the operations, we were taking care of women and children. We were searching them and uh, taking care of them that make sure they are safe from the shootings. And uh, uh, yeah, because uh, in Afghan traditions, men are not allowed to touch women. I, many times I heard that before to FT people from started when special operations unit they did the operation and uh, uh, after that the, the the women and children the women that they have been on the target uh, nobody was interested to get married with them because they said oh okay like some soldiers they came to their house and touched them and searched them and uh, yeah it was. Yeah, it was really bad and uh, after that I thought, okay, I can be someone to help women and to make sure they are safe and nobody will uh, say something bad about them. Were your parents or other family members against you joining the FDP? What were their attitudes and opinions? Uh, at, the, at the first, yeah, they were not, uh, they didn't agree to all join to FDP because uh, when I explained them about the FTP program, they were uh, they didn't agree because they knew it's very very dangerous to women go to all around Afghanistan on the operations and uh, it was problem. Uh, they they were worried about my safety and also they were worried about Afghan traditions because um, Afghan people they don't like to women pursue uh, military career. And my parents, they were so upset about this, but I tried to convince them. And uh, but I had to keep it secret, keep it secret that I'm in military from my relatives and my neighborhoods because it was not safe. Hmm. Uh, before joining the platoon, you worked as an educator. Uh, what drew you to that career initially, and why did you stop teaching? Uh, yeah, when I was, uh, I grew up in a very uh, remote village uh, in Ghazni province of Afghanistan. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of, we had a lot of, a lot of illiterate people that they, they didn't get education because we didn't have access, they didn't have access to school and they were adult. Uh, but when I was uh, in high school uh, and uh, I, I knew to read, write and uh, I, by helping another people, I started a program to taught uh, adult adult people uh, to teach adult people. And but uh, because we didn't have good school and good healthcare in our village, uh, unfortunately, my father he decided to we moved to Kabul city because my father wanted to promote my sister, me and my sister to pursue our education. We had to leave and. That's why I always stopped teaching. Now, moving from that to your life in the United States, um, how has that been for you? Um, and do you have an uh, Afghan community here? Uh, yeah, we have an Afghan community. I live in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. We have uh, some Afghan community, but unfortunately, it's very hard for me to communicate with them because for like when I was so young that I joined military and I spent like five, six years in military with, I was involved with military people and you know military life and civilian life is very different. Since I'm in United States, I lost that job, I lost my country and now I'm in United States, I really have a very hard situation and 
always I think I, I don't feel comfortable with civilian people. I just love the military people, especially who were my co-workers. I want I like to be around them and talk about the operations that we did about like I I feel that they can realize me better than other civilian people that they can't understand what what I'm talking about and they can't feel my pain because they didn't have the same situation that I had in Afghanistan. So I know that you um, advocate for the Afghan Adjustment Act on Capitol Hill. Uh, do you have hope that it will be passed within this year? Uh, I'm hopeful uh, because, uh, yeah, I think Afghan people, they deserve it because, you know, uh, most of um, Afghan military who are, uh, who were evacuated from Afghanistan, they were United States allies for 20 years. and. No, they lost their country, they lost their career, and, uh, career, and now they are in the United States with uh, unclear status. Uh, most of them, they didn't get their asylum yet, and they they have just a temporary state. Uh, we don't know what's gonna happen in next two years, and when their uh, employment card expire. So I think Afghan people they really deserve. Uh, to get the permanent resident here because a lot of uh, American uh, Afghan military they were interested to join to United States military and serve in United States and uh, yeah I hope uh, uh, American government passed this bill. So how do you continue to fight for your country Afghanistan despite no longer being on the ground? I'm uh, uh, now I am uh, right now my goal is to join the United States military but also uh, beside that uh, I, I'm interested to uh, make some organizations to at least I could I'll be able to help uh, Afghan women to pursue education I can make some online course I can support them and uh, yeah I Physically, I'm in United States, but mentally, I'm in Afghanistan. My soul is in Afghanistan. I always think about Afghanistan when I see that Afghan women, they don't have any right right now. They can't go to school or pursue any career, and especially like, and there are a lot of violence in Afghanistan, especially Hazara people, that it's 130 years that they got genocide and they became genocide by, by another people. Yeah, I really want to uh, work and try hard and I want to do my best to help Afghan, Afghan women and Hazara people. Um, so off of that, what does a safe Afghanistan for women look like to you? What are your main goals uh, to help Afghan women? Yeah, I think when Afghanistan is safe for women, we, they have their right, when they they have a, a chance to make choice. For example, right now, Afghan women, they don't have choice. Like, uh, they will get get married with someone who their family choose, but, but they can't make their own choice that who they want. Yeah, but when women be able to go to to pursue education, when women be able to pursue career, and uh, when women make their choice to what where, not like government decide about them. What you have to cover your face. 
yeah, I think that thing it's it's safe for women and yeah, I will try my best to at least make some make, to do something to at least women could uh, pursue education. Um, final question. Why do you think it's important for you and other Afghan women to fight for their country's liberation? Uh, because uh, I think it's everyone's responsibility to be keen to care about their country and especially especially the military people, the uh, military, they, they are responsible for their country because our country is like, it's our home. We have to care about this and we love our country, we love our people and we care about this, not just me, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. To our listeners, I encourage you to visit ClarkForum.org for more information. Once again, on behalf of the Clark Forum, thank you so much for sharing your time and perspective today.